I'm Jennifer. And I'm Randall Lynn. And we're people. Talking about people. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, Groundhog Day, National Doctors Day, Earth Day, Cinco de Mayo, Father's Day, Independence Day, Sister's Day, Labor Day, Sweetest Day, Election Day, and Kwanzaa. Jen, do you know what all of those days have in common? Well, I do because we're talking about it, but... (laughs) Should we tell other people what they all have in common? I think we should. I think we should, because this is the topic of our conversation today. So Randallin is reading a list to us from, is this actually from Hallmark.com? It is from corporate.hallmark.com slash hallmark-news slash holidays-occasion slash all-holidays slash. Well, if that just doesn't go crazy right there. Wow, that was a lot of slashes and dashes. So we're talking a little bit about Hallmark holidays today. And it's going to be fun because as you can tell from that list, there's probably some things that Randall and read off where you're like, oh yeah, I think of that as a Hallmark holiday. And then maybe there's a few that you don't think of that way. I think we'll be uh, focusing more on those ones that you think of as a Hallmark holiday today. So it'll be kind of fun to talk about some of these and what what we think about them and how we do or don't celebrate them and all that fun stuff. Randall and I were already chatting a little bit before the recording and she said a couple of things that that got me chuckling. So I'm excited to excited to dive in. Now it's January when we're recording this. Not that that's super relevant, other than one of the big ones, the one I really always think of as like the Hallmark holiday is coming up right around the corner here. On the 14th of February, good old Valentine's Day. (laughs) I think that is what I would define as like a Hallmark holiday. Like there's cards, there's chocolate, people buy tons of crap. Like that's the one. That's That's the the one. one. That's the one. That's the epitome. That's the one. Yes, because it drives us to consumerism, which that's probably like a good definition for a Hallmark holiday, driving us to consumerism. (laughs) I, I like that. I agree. I find a lot of holidays, and maybe this is just my own opinion. So, Jen, if you have a different one, I would be definitely interested in hearing it. But I find a lot of holidays at their core are meant to be like super precious and sweet and sentimental and like thoughtful. But the way that plays out in a world where people oftentimes have more money than they have time is just this like default into consumerism, whether that's the intense or not. It's like, well, I can't give somebody my time. So I'm going to give them something of like, monetary value and while a lot of people can enjoy that I think it just drives this culture of um spending and like consistent consistently thinking about how you're going to spend on these holidays for the people that mean the most to you I think that was very well said I I I don't disagree one bit Um, I think there's some psychological component too. I mean, I'm no therapist or psychologist. I don't have a doctor degree or anything, but I'm sure someone would tell us if we were interviewing them that there's some sort of like 
psychological component to all of this. Um, Valentine's Day is an easy default one to refer to, but I think even like Mother's Day and Father's Day are good ones because it's very kind of similar and relevant. Like I love your example too of more time than money where sometimes there's that pressure then. Is it what's the right gift? We'll use Mother's Day for just a moment because this is a good one because of what you mentioned. So with Mother's Day, you know, in a perfect world, your child is drawing a bath for you or making a macaroni necklace or writing you a coupon for vacuuming for a week. You know, those are the things that realistically are really great to have. Um, But then the father's also getting this pressure like, it does there need to be flowers or a spa day or earrings or, you know, something else? I don't know, something to that effect. Um, but from that psychological component, that wouldn't, those pressures wouldn't be there if we didn't sort of allow them in. So regardless of whether it's the hallmarks of the world that have kind of started it and created it, we somehow allowed those pressures to come in, both the male who feels like he's maybe obligated or has been told he's obligated and the the female who has this this want and desire. There's this day that's my day. Like, what are you going to do to make it special and this type of thing? So, yeah, it's kind of that psychological component right along with it. Jen, I want to circle back to something and I, you're going to laugh when I say this. I feel like Hallmark holidays have existed and exist as an attempt to make us better celebrate the people around us because it's not just celebrating like my mom on her birthday now I'm supposed to celebrate her on this whole other day solely because she chose to give birth to me and then five other kids and she's a mother like Hallmark exists to make sure that we don't forget about the people that we care about, which is why they've created all of these fake holidays that require us to celebrate them. And I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that. Like, I would like to think that I do a great job of celebrating my mom every day because she's awesome. But now I have all of this pressure around one specific day that I'm supposed to make like super awesome and then three months later I have to make her birthday super awesome I mean I I do if her birthday was also in May like I would be screwed that is so funny that is spot on I think you've hit the nail on the head and used the perfect example using like your mom and mother's day I think that's like so spot on um it's funny that you said it that way because when it comes to specifically like referencing back to valentine's day in in my household Though it was different growing up because any sort of Hallmark holiday is a good chance to do something in the public education system that's a little bit different. So I think they capitalize on some of these Hallmark holidays because, hey, it's a great chance to like shake things up and make these kids not bored. Sure, let's do Valentine's or whatever. Um, But as, as I enter adulthood here, so like my husband and I have for years We've very specifically always said we don't celebrate Valentine's Day because we love each other every day, not just on one day. And it feels very cheesy and hokey to say that, but it's true. Like, that's the the thing, the reason we've decided to do that. Like, I don't need to go buy a card specifically on one day to tell him that. I should be telling him that many times, many ways throughout the year. Same thing with the flowers. He shouldn't feel obligated to buy me flowers on this day. He should feel like if he wants to, he could do it any day, like using flowers as an example. So, but I think you've hit the nail on the head, right? The idea is they want to give us these opportunities to celebrate 
because in reality, maybe there are some people out there who are lazy and don't celebrate very well. They forget all these things. They forget to tell their moms how great they are. They forget to tell their spouses how great they are. And they need that sort of sense of celebration because we've talked about that value of celebrating so much, right? So what? It, how do you do it? Well, for some people, it might just be getting a card and making it work because they don't have another either creative idea or they just don't do it enough. So they default into that mode of this one's easy. Like there's a holiday, there's a day, there's a month for me to utilize as a form of celebration and then kind of defaulting to that Hallmark holiday card, if you will. (laughs) I, one of my favorite comedians does this bit about Hallmark holidays and she's like growing up is so hard because when you were seven you could run into Hallmark you could pick out a card it covered everything you needed it was like you've always loved me and at the age of seven that's all you know about your parents and she was like but now you walk into the Hallmark store and you're like "Mm, you've always supported me I don't know about that like you've always loved me I could give you a list of many times when you haven't. And it's like, do you just have one that says like, you are my dad, like, thanks. Like, that's what I need. (laughs) Um, And I feel like there are people who really rely on Hallmark to find the words to say or acknowledge um, what it is that we, we love or we appreciate about someone else. And I think the challenge for a lot of people is finding ways or the courage or finding a way to be intentional about, you know, opening up that train of communication beyond a card, um, beyond like somebody else's words. Like it doesn't, it's not for me incredibly hard to look at my mom or my boyfriend and say like, Hey, thanks. I really appreciate that you did that for me. Like that means a lot instead of having to like go out and find a Hallmark card that's like, wow, I can't, like you've showed up for me in so many ways. And for that, I'm like eternally grateful or something like that. Like, I don't think it needs the verbose language of Hallmark to still hold like sentiment and appreciation in the, you know, the receiver, the person that you're, you're telling that information to so much as just being communicative with them when they do something that is impactful to you. Well, this is a perfect segue into a couple different holidays, because I think what you said there is um, extremely relevant for them, especially. How about like good old fashioned secretary's day and boss's day? I mean, my goodness, like I I don't luckily these were things uh, that I've never celebrated while I was in the workforce in the corporate America space, because I think if I gave my boss a card on boss's day, it would feel very weird. It would feel very um, inauthentic. Like, why wouldn't I just be appreciative for that person, assuming that they were a good boss, appreciative for them all the time. And secretary's day is also another one that just cracks me up because there's that one day that then everyone feels obligated. Oh, you got to get the the receptionist, the, the best flowers that there are. And I don't even know if that holiday technically exists anymore because it's probably like not PC or something, but it still just cracks me up that why would you only appreciate this person on this one day um, and go out of your way to give them flowers and a card? Like next time you feel like you need to do that, do it on a non-holiday day. Do it on one of the days where there's no holiday (laughs) just because, I don't know. It just kills me that those types of things exist. I agree. And I think of the office episode where 
it is like Secretary's Day or something and reception is just like overwhelmed with like flowers and gifts and then they like flash forward to the next day and there's just like nothing sitting there and it's like well why don't we why is it so uncommon for us to tell the people or show the people that we care about that we care about them outside of these holidays Jen I am going to throw a little bit of a curveball into our conversation here because I think there are some Hallmark holidays that are actually really important I think in in my head, I feel like Veterans Day is more of a, like an appropriate use of a Hallmark holiday um, because we can, and I, I have many veterans in my family and I'm very appreciative for them regularly and I do what I can to show them that, but I feel like Veterans Day is a chance for me to like be happy and proud of what they've done publicly in place of just like acknowledging them as an individual. And maybe that is kind of more of the heart of the Hallmark holidays is that like, it is a way not only for us to celebrate that person, but to celebrate them publicly. And I know that kind of disregards all the current arguments we've made, but I'm going to play the devil's advocate here because that is a Hallmark holiday that I enjoy getting to like celebrate those people in my life who have given us, you know, the America that we know and love. You know, I think that's great. And I think that, that all of us can have some favorites within there too. I mean, we could sit here and talk about this all day long, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that we hate a certain holiday by any means. Um, but I, I'm with you on that because I do think that um, there's, and I know there's more on the list as well. Um, but Veterans Day is a good example because it's also, you know, a little bit more, we'll say a little bit more public or a little bit more federal, like a little bit more highly recognized rather than just truly Hallmark stirring it up and creating it. But it's a good example to use because of that. Um, But it's another one, too, where it's not as connected as like, uh, okay, my mother, like I know this person, like this is my mom, this is my my secretary, I work with them. It's more broad. We're sort of celebrating a lot of people within that and a lot of history. So I think that that's a good example of one where it is a little bit different because of exactly sort of like what you're celebrating versus who you're celebrating. Um, I think that's why people like Valentine's Day too, actually, because you're not necessarily just celebrating your partner, you're celebrating love in general, right? There is some like broadness to it. And it's hard for some people to do that on a regular basis. So there's a little bit of an excuse. So I I think that's kind of spot on with it when it's a little bit has a tendency that when it's a little bit broader, it feels a little bit more needed or um, acceptable. Maybe that's a good word, acceptable. But no, I agree. I And I think that that's the kind of the fun thing about the Hallmark holiday too, is um, some people are going to love some of them and some of them are not. And it stirs up some conversation. It gets us thinking about why, why does it matter? Who cares? You know, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, you read that off that list to me and there were some that I was like, wow, I forgot those even like exist. But yeah, there are definitely people, I, I use the silly like Secretary's Day one as an example, but there are people who who do, who celebrate that. Grandparents Day is another one that always cracks me up. I could not tell you when that is, that where, it, I don't think I've ever actually celebrated it. Yeah, you know, when is it? It's September 12th. Okay, see, I never would have guessed that. I would have guessed it was somewhere in like 
that June, July time period with Mother's Day and Father's Day, because, you know, why not just throw it all together? Um, I have I have a theory, Jen, and it goes back to what you said earlier about school and entertaining the students, because September schools are in. And I distinctly remember I didn't go to public school, but I distinctly remember all of my friends who went to public school having these big grandparents day celebrations at school where they would like get to bring in their grandma or their grandpa and they would like do a craft and have a special like activity period party kind of thing. And like, I, I don't know, Jen, like I'm bought into that idea now that some of these holidays were created solely for the education of our students. Yep. 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 hundred (laughs) percent. But yeah, I don't think I've ever celebrated Grandparents Day. And it and it definitely doesn't mean that it's not important. They aren't important, especially in like, because I have a child now too, you know, so my parents are her grandparents. Um, but yeah, we've never celebrated that one. Uh, but yeah, it's school. I mean, and I can like sit there, like, I can't remember elementary school that well at this point. It's so long ago. But I remember these like carved out blocks would be like, this month is you know, whatever, fill in the blank holiday. Um, And it just sort of goes along the calendar and it's utilized um, to help with education and all of that. Uh, So I I don't know if that was ever, yeah, maybe there's, maybe like the public school system got some funding from Hallmark. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure if there's something to that or if it's just a good way for teachers to be creative and have something new to talk about. But it's definitely something that I've seen perpetuated over the years. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just run down this list real quick. So August is usually like back to school. September is Grandparents Day, potentially back to school as well, depending on where you live. October is Halloween. November is Thanksgiving. December is like Christmas and New Year's Eve. January is Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. February is Valentine's Day and Groundhog Day. If you are in Pennsylvania, that's a big one. We celebrate here. Um, March is St. Patrick's Day. April is like April Fool's Earth Day and occasionally Easter, depending on like where the Easter calendar falls. May is Cinco de Mayo and Memorial Day and Mother's Day. And June is like the end of school and Father's Day. Jen, these, this, the Hallmark calendar was made for the public school education system. Boom. There you go. Boom. I'm sure there's a connection. We could probably find an article if we Googled that, but (laughs) there you go. There you go. Okay. Let's go back to Groundhog's Day because you are Pennsylvanian and I'd love to hear some like... I would love to hear, like, tell me what Groundhog's Day is like and why we should care. Okay. I'm not a super great Pennsylvanian because I've never actually, like, been to see it. But there is a city in Pennsylvania called Punxsutawney. And Punxsutawney Phil is the little groundhog. And essentially on February 2nd, I think it's February 2nd. Yeah, February 2nd every year. He, everybody goes and they watch this groundhog, like, crawl out of his hole. And if he sees his shadow, then I think it's six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't, it means that, like, spring is coming sooner. Um, Like I said, I've never been to see it. I have friends who have gone and, like, many other homeschooling families who have gone and have, like, called it an educational thing, um, an educational field trip. But... I just like 
distinctly remember it being like the buzz. Like I went to public school for one year and I remember it being like the buzz on February 2nd was like, does anybody like, did anybody here like have the groundhog seen a shadow yet? And like, we came back from lunch and we like asked our teacher and like, I don't know. It was just like a very weird holiday that feels like so Pennsylvania to me like I don't know how else to describe it other than like that is the exact holiday I would expect my people to celebrate that is just too funny that cracks me up I wonder if they have cards for Groundhog's Day oh I'm pretty sure they do (laughs) let me google it probably something like hope you see the shadow or here's to no shadow or you know something silly like that oh that's too funny yeah so these are the types of ones where you start to question from a hallmark perspective, you know, what's the point? What's it driving? But I guess it's just continuing to drive people into those good old hallmark stores and buying those goofy cards with groundhogs on the front. And now I'm going to have to go have my daughter like drop a groundhog card. And cause it's look, it's coming up. It it's is. Almost, now February I got to really 2nd. get into this. Maybe this will be our next big Hallmark holiday here. We're going to celebrate Groundhog's Day. I will say if you Google Groundhog cards for Groundhog Day and look at the images, you will not be disappointed. <laughs> um, however, there is one that's kind of like a fun, it's just like a funny card instead of um, a a serious card and it says I'm a rodent not a meteorologist and I feel like that is how a lot of people truly feel about Groundhog's Day because it's right like I mean he can see a shadow where he can't see a shadow but like at the end of the day that's just as accurate as saying like March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb or in like a lamb and out like a lion like (laughs) you just there who are you to describe what the weather is going to be like um I mean we see like even the meteorologists don't know so why are why are we making such a big deal about a groundhog oh that's too funny I have no idea point and I think that card says it all right there (laughs) I think that's a good point (laughs) well you know another um Another one that always cracked me up. I can't remember if this was on your list. It had to have been on your list is like St. Patrick's Day. Did you read that one off on your list? It is on my list. I don't think I read it off. Okay. Um, It's, there's a couple like this. Well, I guess Valentine really could be the same thing too, where there's, you know, there's a lot of history, whether it's religious or non-religious undertones, you know, I mean, really like Halloween, all of these kind of can kind of fall into that. Um, and some are still celebrated a little bit more traditionally than others, but St. Patrick's day, I always thought was a funny one because think of all the offshoots, like the things that have come out of that too. Like you got to wear green or you're going to get pinched. And and then we drink green beer and eat green eggs and ham and just like all these like goofy little things that have kind of come with it. Now, all of this has, you know, history and everything that I'm not denying any of that, but how much we play it up now where I feel like there's a good week or two even before St. Patrick's Day where we're talking about it's coming. What are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to go to a party? Like, what are you going to wear? Is there a prank? Like, I mean, all this kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of buildup again, just a lot of buildup to this one day. Like, it's just, it's very interesting to me. I... I'm ha- so 
Yes, to everything you just said. And I think there's a buildup to a lot of holidays. Like now I work in retail and like we got our Valentine's candy in on January 7th. Like we've had Valentine's candy out in the store for almost an entire month now, which is insane. Like we still had leftover Christmas candy and here we are throwing Valentine's Day candy up on the shelf. And I was like, I can't believe like this is like we're already here. And the next thing you know, like, I think in a week or so, we get our Easter candy in. Like, there is just no stopping the, like, consistent treadmill-like occurrence of these holidays that we take so much time and effort and, like, mental capacity in preparing for. You're right. Like, it, it is insane to me how much time we dedicate to just, like, thinking about and planning for holidays that we, like, some people don't even care about celebrating, but it's just like culturally like a thing that we celebrate. I don't remember like St. Patrick's Day ever being really big in my own house, but I moved to Chicago. I spent two St. Patrick's Days in Chicago. And let me tell you, St. Patrick's Day is like the biggest holiday in Chicago. Like they dye the river green. Like it just like is this massive thing where they dye the river green they you know they have all of these parties there's like bar hopping it's like this whole big thing and I was just like what is happening oh that's too funny that is the that is such a good example see now you're hitting all the places you've got Groundhog Day where you are now you got the St. Patty's Day in Chicago now we just have to figure out where the other places for you to hit are <laughs> I don't plan on moving anytime soon so I think I'm gonna be like Hallmark holiday free ish for a little while yeah but we'll I see. do love I do love a taco so maybe I need to go someplace where like Cinco de Mayo is really big okay Cinco de Mayo here is another good one let's talk about Cinco de Mayo for a minute because yeah there is some history of which has very little to do with, well, it, really the way we celebrate Cinco de Mayo, eating tacos, like has nothing to do with anything. But this is a funny one because it's like Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May. Uh, what's the, this is totally random offshoot, but what's the um, the one for Star Wars? Oh, may the 4th be with you, May 4th. Exactly, right? So like- That's just, not on this list, but I'm very surprised. <laughs> It probably wasn't created by Hallmark, right? Maybe they can't claim it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, Pi Day, um, March 14th. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me with this? No, I'm not kidding you. March 14th, yeah. 314. Well, I guess that, see, it's another, the, okay, so when we talk but about I, that, I, from I, like I, a quirky I, numbers, there's got to be a lot of them, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's like the Paladrome Day, too, where um, the date is the same forward and backwards. That's good. That's good. I like that, yeah. Um, it's too funny anyways. So, but Cinco de Mayo, another one of these random ones, I, this is not really a great story, but I do have a story. It's well, actually not really as much of a story. It's more of a statement. I'm going to tell you something. My husband and I decided to get married on Cinco de Mayo and really just because we didn't want to forget the date. So we figured let's pick a date. That's like, like a holiday, but not like a really important holiday that, you know, like we didn't want to get married on Christmas or something, but like, let's just pick some holiday where we know we'll remember it and it'll just be a lot easier for remembering anniversary later. Highly recommend that if you're, you know, looking for a way to choose a 
future anniversary wedding date in the future, but Cinco de Mayo. So yeah, so we got married on Cinco de Mayo. Very easy to remember. The year is the one that gets a little shaky every now and again, but that's okay. <laughs> to the point where that doesn't matter as much anyways. <laughs> that is amazing. And I, I love that. I think the important thing here to remember though, is you have to pick a day that doesn't change. Because like Mother's Day and Father's Day, the dates do change. So if you picked Mother's Day, uh, I mean, I wouldn't get married on Mother's Day. I think my mother would be mad at me. <laughs> but that's that is a date that changed. So if you're gonna take Jen's advice, make sure you pick a static sub holiday um, that you can can remember because it doesn't move. Good point. Good point. Well. I don't know. I am trying to think if there's anything else fascinating that we haven't tapped into here, but this is getting me thinking a lot. I will say there's definitely, I'm going to pay a little more attention to see what goofy holiday I can like send you a text and go, Hey, guess what today is, you know, (laughs) in the future. Absolutely. There's like five national donut days or there's like a national donut day. There's like a national donut lovers day. Um, oh yeah, there like any way you can phrase like donuts and lovers and like national, there's like however many holidays there are for that day. It's actually quite amazing. I mean, I love eating donuts, so I'm not gonna turn down five national donut days. Uh, right, but, just another excuse to eat a donut. I mean, exactly, why not, right? exactly. Yeah. I love it. I will say, Jen, there are a couple. Hallmark holidays here that share the same day. So for example, like May 6th is National Nurses Day and it's National Day of Prayer. What do we celebrate on May 6th? Interesting. Well, I don't know. Is there anything on May 7th? Because like, why did they do that? I don't know. I'm sure there's some crazy history, right? There is nothing on May 7th. The other occurrence of this is September 6th is both Labor Day and Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. And then October 16th is National Bosses Day and um, Sweetest Day. Let me see if there are any more. I want to know who owns this calendar, right? Who gets to bless what date? I mean, some of them are obvious, like they're just going to be what they're going to be. But when you decide on a new, you know, National Donut Day or a National Beer Day or a National Podcast Day, like how do they pick the day? Like who's in charge of this? So National Donut Day is June 4th. (laughs) So you got to wait. I I do have to wait a little bit. I mean... That hasn't stopped me from eating donuts on right. the days that aren't National Donut <laughs> That's Day. example of how you um, don't need to wait for the Hallmark holiday to celebrate. <laughs> but I will, I'll like, I'll close this out here with a super fun little, um, another like Pennsylvania celebration kind of thing. Um, I live in a little small town about an hour outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and um, we celebrate National Donut Day by having a tour de donuts. And it's a bike race that they, you like stop along the way and you eat a dozen donuts during this bike race. And then you get, a, yeah, there's like four or five stops. And at every stop, you can eat um, as many donuts as you like. But if you eat a full dozen donuts while completing this bike race, like that's how you get your participation medal at the end. Um, And it's just, it is absolutely like my favorite thing. Like I love it so much. I of course never actually do the bike race. I just like go and eat donuts. 
Um, but it is like hands down one of my favorite parts about like living in a small town is like the tour de donut. That sounds amazing. You need to do the bike race. Can you do that this year? Come on. I'll, I'll think about it. It's long. You have to pick like a 30, there's like a, there's a 10 mile, but you only get to eat six donuts if you do the 10 mile. And then like the real tour de donut is like a 30 or a 60 mile. And that's where you get to eat the full dozen. Well, here's what I have to say about that. Um, even if you choose to do the 10 mile and eat the six donuts and get the medal, there's no one holding you back from eating six more donuts at the end of the race to make it a round dozen. So just keep that in mind. All right. That might be what I do. That sounds like a fabulous course of action. (laughs) Love it. Well, I can tell you 10 miles won't burn off even but one donut. So just be careful. (laughs) Okay. All right. Maybe I'll like I'll have I'll have a donut this week and then I'll I will moderate my donut intake um up until the tour to donut where yeah, I, you gotta start training. You gotta yeah. start training not only for the bike race but for the donut eating. Exactly. <laughs> <part> train. <laughs> so yeah, there's no easy way to go about this. I need to go strategize about my planning. Oh well, it sounds like we got something else fun to talk about in the future right there. <laughs> I'll I'll keep you guys updated on my toward the donut journey. Um, I'm sure it'll be exactly what you need to hear. (laughs) That's a good way to say it. Well, this has been a blast. Thank you for bringing up this topic, Randall, and it's been fun to talk about. I'm excited. I got to go start planning my toward the donut. So I will see you back here next week, Jen. Um, Hopefully I'll have some fun, exciting updates about my donut eating skills. Uh, But in the meantime... I will see you later. (laughs) Have a good one.